the Better Bodies podcast. I'm your host, Bria Wanamaker. I'm a personal trainer and entrepreneur, and I'm trapped in this shitty diet culture mentality. I'm obsessed with my body image, compulsive exercising, and eating quote unquote healthy foods. I'm seeking enjoyment, laughter, rest, and pleasure in my life, but I'm not quite sure how to get there yet. (laughs) So if you want to also find balance in your life, join me on this recovery journey as I speak to guest experts, business owners, and women just like you and me who share their expertise and life experiences to help us find ease and joy in our lives. Hello, my love. Welcome. I'm so excited. You are here. You're tuning in for the first ever episode of the Fuel Up Fridays segment. I will be coming at you every single Friday um, and I'm reading listener submissions and answering questions that people have submitted to me uh, or just sharing people's experiences and maybe giving a little bit of advice and just opening up uh, room and holding space to share different experiences of real women, real people, um, and the, the things that they've gone through. So this is a great opportunity for you to, uh, you know, feel seen and heard, uh, by kind of understanding what other people go through, because I seriously think we are all so similar in so many ways. And we go through all of these things that are, really alike, but we don't talk about it and then we feel super alone. So that's what I want to use this for. So I'm really, really pumped. Fuel Up Fridays coming at you every single week. And then we have our regular weekly episodes released on Mondays. Um, so for this one, oh, and before we get started, actually, I want to let you know that you can submit to Bria, B-R-I-A, at betterbodiesbyb.com and b is just the letter b um if you want that's my email address if you want to submit your own experience or question uh, and you can do that anonymously or you can use like a username (laughs) or you can um just tell me your first name and give me your permission to use it, and I will. Or if not, that's totally fine as well. So um, let's dive in. This week's listener submission is from someone who um, would like to remain anonymous, and she says, Okay, I am obsessed with your podcast. I do not have an eating disorder myself, but it's definitely an eye opener. She says, my story is long, so I will make it as short as possible. Says, I have three boys. I got heavier and heavier each time. I really hated when people blame their body on their children. Like she puts in quotations, oh, you had three kids, that's okay. Or I blame my kids for looking the way I do. We hear that often, eh guys? Um, So she also says, I decided that when people started to notice that I lost weight, she started saying to herself, oh, now I have to keep up with the kids, go down the slide, wear the swimsuit. She said, I never wanted to be that mom that sat and watched them play. I wanted to be playing with them. Uh, She says, I struggle. I struggle. I, I eat the food that they leave in their bowl. I eat the crust 
that they don't eat. I eat without even knowing it sometimes. She says maybe it's a habit. Um, and then she feels regret afterward and gets mad at herself. And it's just a big struggle. She says, how do I become more conscious of the little bites here and there that add up? And I think that's such a great question. So thank you, first of all, for that. Um, Because I know there's a lot of listeners with children, one or more, and who feel the exact same way you do and who also go through this struggle um, to balance, you know, being being with your kids and experiencing life with them and also taking care of yourself and uh, so that you can feel 100% uh, confident and well and healthy. Uh, so thank you because I know that's going to resonate with a lot of people. Um, and yes, it, it's extremely normal. I, I know that so many people do, you know, pick off their kids' plates or have the scraps or have the extras or the rest. And so to me, the first thing that really jumps out when I read this is that you are obviously prioritizing your children, which is fantastic. That's what we want and need in this world. I also think that it's important that you take that little extra time for yourself. So, you know, you're not picking at their, their scraps, you are making yourself a, a meal or a snack with them and sitting down to eat the meals and snacks with them because that's good self-care in my opinion that's you're even modeling in that situation you know when your kids go to move out university college they move in with a partner later on whatever it is that i can I can sit down and I can make myself something and I can be present and have a full meal with somebody else and not be, you know, picking off their plate or just having little bites here and there and and feeling guilty about it. Um, So just going through that whole ritual of healthy eating behaviors of preparing yourself um, something as well, I think is huge because we really do learn that from watching our parents and watching family members and just watching others about how they prepare food, uh, their body language and what they're like when, you know, when you're sitting down together, if you're, if you're present or not. So, um, when you do that, that's like, that's my first tip is the self-care strategy is taking the time to create a plate, a snack, whatever it is for yourself as well, so that they have their meals and you have yours. And I don't know if it's also, um, for you, cause I know for some people it would be like an issue of, I don't want that to go to waste. Um, because you know, like if kids are very intuitive eaters, which is phenomenal. So they will leave scraps a lot of the time scraps they will leave leftovers on their plate a lot of the time um because they just they know when they're hungry they know when they're satiated or full so i don't know uh for this listener if it's an issue of oh shoot like that's a lot of leftover that's good food we spent money on that i i don't want it to be thrown out so i'm just gonna eat it um 
but you can, like you can always put it in a Ziploc baggie. You can always put it in a container. You can always, you know, that that's a great way too of teaching the kids. Uh, you know, I didn't finish this now, which is totally fine, but we can save it for later. Um, and I mean, also you can throw it out. Like you can, I give you full permission. That is something that's challenging. I've gone through that too of, trying to fully clean off your plate because that's how a lot of us were raised too is right like you have to clean off your plate before you can have dessert or you know don't leave anything on your plate because people in other countries are hungry and some people don't have food and so you have to finish it all you know even if you're uncomfortably full or you don't want it or it doesn't even look good you still have to clean off your plate because of some external factor um so just a reminder to give yourself permission that you actually don't have to do that uh, just yeah just so you know have that a little bit of compassion for yourself so um self-care number one you are prepping a meal and snack for yourself that is modeling good behavior. That is modeling for your children that you can take the time to prepare something for you as well as them. You can take care of yourself and others. Also, the, I guess, second piece on that is you can package things up. You can have leftovers or you can throw it out. Okay, that is 100% Okay. Now, um, moving on because I saw something that jumped out in here was that she said, I regret it and I get mad at myself. So I think that's a piece of learning when we're getting angry with ourselves or regretting something or ruminating over things. I try and take that as a learning opportunity. And this has really helped me through a lot of things because you know, those worries that just keep on going through your head and you are bashing yourself and beating yourself up and it's almost never ending. It's like some of these things we could think about for hours. Like if you feel like you, let's just keep going with this food example, but there are tons of things uh, that we could regret, but say you ate something that you like didn't, didn't want to, or didn't feel comfortable eating and you regretted it after, and you were mad at yourself, which I know happens to all of us. Um, because you know, food is labeled as good or bad. And then we feel guilty if we eat the bad thing in quote unquote. So for me, I try and use that as learning, you know, okay, so I don't feel good right now. What can I take away from this experience? And how can I, um, how will I change it in the future? And that part really relieves a lot of anxiety for me personally, because I force myself to actually visualize and go through the situation again. Cause yeah, we can ask the question, and you can, you can answer it. You can give a surface level answer, but when I visualize it, it almost sort of tricks my brain into thinking that I have, um, done the (laughs) behavior that I wanted to do instead. So 
I'll give you a different example outside of food. Let's talk about something completely different, gossiping. So I hate gossip. I have always hated gossip since high school. I do not like talking about other people unless it's something like good saying like, oh, this person has achieved so much. And even then I feel like we shouldn't be talking about other people. It doesn't feel good for me because I would rather, if it's something good, I would rather say it to their face. Like, oh, wow, you've done so well for yourself. I'd rather not talk about it with somebody else. Um, But let's talk about gossip. That's the like negative type, like hating on somebody behind their back. So there have been situations where someone will talk to me. Let's say Sally. Sally talks to me about Molly and um, I have in the past like maybe just agreed with Sally about Molly as kind of a people pleaser and didn't want to say anything to Sally. Um, This is a lot of names. (laughs) And anyway, so with that, I would feel bad after and ruminate and say like, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty you know, regretting it, getting mad at myself for speaking ill of Molly behind her back. And then I would say to myself, okay, you know what? I won't do it again. But that's surface level. Just saying, oh, I won't, it won't happen again. I'll make sure I don't, don't speak about it again. But to really change the way that you act and feel, you need to dive a little bit deeper. So I will get in there and say to myself, no, no, that's not good enough. Play the situation out in your head. And how would you have acted? How would you have preferred to act in that situation? So I'll say, um, I will come up with all the responses that I could have given Sally, you know, even if it's something just passively changing the subject or saying, you know, I, I like Molly. She's a great person. Um, sorry, you had a crappy experience with her. Um, or just, yeah, I would come up with a list of things about what I wish I had done in that situation. And if it were to happen again, I make a list of things on how I would respond because sometimes when we're in the moment and we're caught off like that, we have to have compassion for ourselves because sometimes we don't know how to react or we react instead of, I guess, responding as, as the person that we want to respond as, you know, as our authentic self. So, um, I literally dive in and make a list of the ways that I want to respond in the future. So bringing that back, that was a long winded explanation, (laughs) bringing it back to the food. So if you're picking off your kids' plates and you're eating the scraps and you're not even hungry anymore and it doesn't even taste good um, and you feel regret after because you're like, that wasn't that wasn't taking care of me. And of course, you know, I'm all for um, fueling up and getting nourishment into your body and taking care of yourself through food. This sounds though like you do get nourishment through food and then maybe you go um, like past the point of 
comfort. Like you, you tread into discomfort, you know, feeling, um, too full and just not respecting your body's, uh, fullness signals. So for that piece, just like the example with Sally and Molly, I challenge you to go through this situation and to ask yourself those hard questions. What would I have preferred to do? Did this serve me? You know, maybe you were actually hungry. Maybe there's something you're missing in your diet. Maybe you are restricting yourself of, I don't know, carbs or gluten, even though you're not allergic or, or something else. And then when you see your kids crust, your body is like, ah, we need that. Hello. Um, and so you'll do anything you can to get your hands on it type of deal. So maybe looking at that, is there something I'm missing? Um, you know, have I been, I don't know, cutting out red meat and I actually like really need some iron in my diet. So then that's causing me to, um, pick away at my kids things or just like keep grazing here and there and, and snacking endlessly because sometimes we really are, are missing something, you know, do I have enough sodium in my diet so that I can absorb, uh, water? Am I dehydrated? Um, all those little things. So just really checking in medically with yourself. And then also how, how did I want this situation to go? How do I want to act and what will I do next time? And really actually closing your eyes and visualizing the situation, you know? So this happened at breakfast. Well, at lunch with my kids, here's what Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what my plan is. I'm, I am going to prepare something for myself. And if I do feel hungry afterward, I will have seconds. I will refill my plate. I will take the time to cut up an apple for myself and have that versus just mindlessly picking away. Um, and I think to that, you know, conscious piece that you're asking about. Um, that's for me, I notice oftentimes I'm not conscious when I'm eating because the whole time I'm thinking about, oh, I shouldn't be having this or it's too much or how, how much more can I have, or am I allowed to have, or, uh, just all these other thoughts. So I think that's a huge piece of becoming more conscious is not, um, being restrictive in our thoughts while we're eating because you could still be sitting there being not physically restrictive. You could sit there and eat a whole pizza, but be mentally restrictive the whole time, right? Like munching away mindlessly on this whole pizza and your thoughts are, I shouldn't be having this. This is too much cheese. This is bad food. I will never have this again. This is my only time to have pizza. I have to do X, Y, and Z to burn off these calories, right? So how restrictive is that mentally um, versus being more conscious in the moment and actually recognizing how your body is feeling? Are you enjoying this? Are you satiated? Um, are you happy? Are you able to carry on a conversation? Are you able to be present in the moment? So those are my, 
Those are my thoughts on this situation. And that's a lot. So let me kind of sum it up for you. Um, yeah. So first of all, thank you. I seriously love that you, uh, were honest about this and that you recognize this. And, and if you're bringing it up, it's obviously something that has bothered you for a long time. And that probably makes you uncomfortable daily. And I honestly know that you're not alone with this. I, I know that so many moms and dads go through this. Um, and that it's like almost, you know, probably gets worse or expands or just it, like you said, it's a habit. Um, so it grows and then it's ingrained in us over the years. So thank you, uh, for bringing this forward. And, uh, so my first tip takeaway for you is self-care because you cannot pour from an empty cup. Okay. So you also need to prepare something for you. Um, and then don't be afraid to get seconds for yourself. But I really encourage that because that is just demonstrating that self-care behavior, um, versus giving everyone else the, best of you and then you take the scraps. Uh, so that is, that is number one self care. Um, I also want you to exercise a little bit of compassion with yourself, um, and take a curious curiosity approach to this situation. You know, am I missing anything in my diet? How am I doing medically? Am I eating enough? Am I being restrictive, maybe not physically, but mentally? So asking those questions. And then also when you do have these situations, because you will, like, like we just talked about, it's a habit. I want you to dig in there a little bit deeper and ask yourself, how would I prefer this situation to play out? What will I do in the future to change my behavior so that I don't feel so anxious. I don't feel so uncomfortable, um, in this situation. And this is to help with that piece of regret because it honestly really hurts when we just sit there and bash ourselves and wish that things went differently. And I am a super, uh, action oriented person. Um, and I don't believe that wallowing in self pity is useful to us in any type of way. Um, I believe that we should feel our emotions, of course, that we should feel regret and sadness and discomfort and anxiety. And then I believe that we should dive into it and do something about it. So that's why I say visualize and then take action and hold yourself accountable. Um, I used to, um, feel really bad in the afternoons when I was doing work and hadn't walked my dog yet for the day. And it kept happening over and over again. And I felt really, really guilty and really anxious and, um, couldn't focus on my work and then also was trying to do work still. Um, and then, but thinking about walking the dog and so 
neither of those things were getting done. (laughs) And so I had to dive into that one and, you know, say, how would I prefer that this goes? Um, well, I, and I can take action to change that, to change the outcome. So I will just walk her first so that I can fully focus on my work afterward so that everything that I do is getting my full and undivided attention versus nothing being accomplished and then me having a really yucky feeling inside. So I I fully believe that you can take action on this one and I want you to keep me posted. Let me know how it goes and I hope this resonated with a lot of other people as well. I'm sure that it did and I want to thank you so much and I want to encourage you to keep fueling up. It is totally okay to graze. It is totally okay to snack on anything your kids are having um, and exercise that self-compassion piece and that balance piece in your life and bond over food and experiences as we do as humans use this to connect. Um, It just sounds like it isn't working for you at the moment. So there are some changes that you need to make to make yourself feel more comfortable and happy and healthy and I know that you can do it. So thank you. And we will see you guys on Monday. Thank you so much for listening and for being on this healing journey with me. If you found this helpful and know of other women trapped in the fiery flames of diet culture who can benefit from listening to this, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media. You can even tag me at bodies by B underscore, and I'll personally reach out and connect with you until next time. Fuel up my loves.